0: Welcome to Bespoke Diaries, today's article is on, I've been very lucky in my life, but also very challenged, by Victor Guerra, Motivational Speaker, USA. Victor was born on January 7, 1999, at 11.58 at night just two minutes before midnight. At 11.59 his little twin sister was born one minute before midnight he has a twin sister but he calls her his little sister because he is older by one minute if he was born at 11:59 and she was born at midnight we would have been twins with separate birthdays imagine that obviously we are fraternal twins because he's a boy and she's a girl months go by and luckily for his mom having twins she was able to catch on quickly that something was wrong with her son because his twin sister was able to do things that he couldn't Victor's twin sister was able to walk while he was still crawling everywhere time went by and his mom just knew something was wrong. His mom made an appointment with his pediatrician and told his doctor how he was still crawling, and he couldn't hold his balance when his mom would try to stand him up, so he could learn. Victor's pediatrician just said oh, he'll grow out of it. He just needs a little more time. His mother took him home time had gone by and he was still in the same situation his mother made another appointment and insisted for his doctor start running tests because something was wrong at two and a half years old his mother's life had changed he is not a parent yet but he was sure just like any other parent we hope for our kids to be healthy and in good health Victor's doctor did a muscle biopsy and that's when his mother found out that her son had a rare disease known as spinal muscular atrophy type 2. This is the day his mother's life completely changed because she now had to take on the responsibility to care for her child that'll never be able to become dependent and defend for himself. Now for those of you who aren't familiar with SMA, I'm sure the majority of you don't know what this disease is. Here it is. What is SMA? Spinal muscular atrophy, SMA, is a disease that robs people of physical strength by affecting the motor nerve cells in the spinal cord, taking away the ability to walk, eat, or breathe. Is there more than one type of SMA? When SMA symptoms are present at birth or by the age of six months, the disease is called SMA type 1, also called infantile onset or Wertnick Hoffman disease. Babies typically have generalized muscle weakness, a weak cry, and breathing distress. They often have difficulty swallowing and sucking and don't reach the developmental milestone of being able to sit up unassisted. These babies have an increased risk of aspiration and failure to thrive. When SMA has its onset between the ages of 3 and 15 months and before the child can stand or walk independently, it is called SMA type 2, intermediate SMA or Dubovitz disease. Muscle weakness is predominantly proximal, close to the center of the body, and involves the lower limbs more than the upper limbs. Usually, the face and the eye muscles are unaffected. Late-onset SMA, also known as SMA types 3 and 4, mild SMA, adult-onset SMA and Kugelberg bergweil disease, results in variable levels of weakness. SMA type 3 symptoms usually appear between the ages of 18 months and adulthood. Affected individuals achieve independent mobility. However, proximal weakness in these patients might cause falls and difficulty with climbing stairs, Over time, many lose their ability to stand and walk so instead use a wheelchair to move around. Most of these patients develop foot deformities, scoliosis, and respiratory muscle weakness. SMA type 4 is late onset and the age of onset is not defined but is usually after age 30. Type 4 is a mild form of SMA and therefore lifespan remains normal. Patients are able to achieve motor milestones and maintain their mobility throughout life. He and his twin sister attended preschool together and he never really felt different from the other kids. While the kids were taking their naps he would go and play with the toys entertaining himself for those 30 minutes to an hour. He went to an ordinary school where he was their only disabled student, so it was all a teaching and learning experience for everyone. He remembers his mom teaching this woman at the school how to take him to the restroom, he can't remember if she was a teacher or what exactly was her position and title at the school, but her name was Mrs. Reyes. At first, it was uncomfortable and awkward, but Mrs. Reyes had a disabled son herself, so she was familiar with how to take care of someone who lived with a disability. For a while during recess, he really didn't and couldn't do much because there was either sand or swings that he just couldn't do so what the school ended up doing was purchasing his very own special swing. The man was it fun. He and his twin sister graduated from preschool putting and wearing our cap and gown. His was blue for boys and hers was red for girls. We took pictures and were granted to move up going into kindergarten, Ha ha. It was in the middle of his third grade year that we got the call he had gotten approved to transfer schools. He was attending Orange Center Elementary School and was able to transfer to Storey Elementary School where they had kids who also were in wheelchairs and had other disabilities making him feel not left out anymore. Victor was really nervous because it would mean he and his twin sister would have to separate from going to different schools, so his mom told him. Son, if you really want to go, I'll buy you a cell phone for you to call me if you need anything, to make himself feel more comfortable and at ease during the transfer. She had to convince him to go. He was super nervous and remember his stomach hurting because he was scared, but he had said yes and was now at a new school. The teachers showed him around and he felt so much more comfortable because this school was familiar with how to help us and what we need help with. Their accommodations were amazing, and he loved it. He attended fourth grade this year here and had gotten his own special desk that was customized for him and his wheelchair. Shortly after he was in training to learn how to use a power-slash-mobilized wheelchair because pushing himself around was becoming harder for him. Victor had to go through training where they had a power wheelchair at another school, he forgot the name of this elementary school, and he had to take the training there. At first, when he started training to drive a powered wheelchair it was after school so it was quiet, and no one would be around. So, he wouldn't hurt anybody running over their toes. He would drive this wheelchair around to get the feel and adjust to what it is like. He remembers the first time he drove himself onto the grass in the back of the school and it felt amazing. It was the most amazing thing to him that he was able to do because he was able to go on the grass himself without anyone having to push him. It was scary at first because I wasn't used to the wheelchair going over little hills and holes in the ground when he would drive over them. He felt like he was going to tip over, but of course, he didn't. It just was all new to him. A few weeks go by and after his driving this powered wheelchair his physical therapist Amy then tells him. Are you ready to drive around with students being around? He was scared because he didn't want to hurt anybody. The bell rings. And it was like we just poked into a hornet's nest because so many people came from every direction coming out of their classrooms. Victor broke down crying fearing he would run someone over. Victor's mom cleaned up his face because he was full of tears and had a runny nose from crying. He started driving down the halls ridiculously slow and passed. Now it was time for him to get measured so he can get his very own powered wheelchair accustomed to him. It took about six months or so with the process of his insurance having to approve it and then having it made. Victor came home from school and bam. She was parked in his living room waiting for him to sit on her precious new seat cushion turning it on, the wheelchair he is talking about, ha ha ha. Mom sat him in it. He turned it on, asked mom to open the door and proceeded to go outside. He went up and down our sidewalk and driveway, and then tested her off-road capabilities. Who knew after this his life would then change giving him the freedom he never thought I'd ever have. He took it to school and these two guys named Sammy and James rolled up on me with their powered wheelchairs and asked. What's up, Wanna Race? heck yeah i wanna race let's run it all three of us lined up and raced around the school's playground where they had a walkway slash trail that went around it having a powered wheelchair gave him a lot more freedom and lifted some of his life's limitations victor's cousin danny had just graduated high school and we became pretty close his mom had asked him if he would like to become his caregiver Before we finalized it, he practiced showering him, dressing him, and with other daily living things. A few weeks later he had now become his caregiver. His mom and Victor's mom are very close. Victor's mom and his godmother, Danny's mom, own two houses right next door to each other. His mom owned a smaller house than his godmother. Because he was in a wheelchair his godmother and his mom had swapped houses so he could be in the bigger home having more room with him and his wheelchair. So, his cousin Danny lived right next door to us which was super convenient. Danny's mom would tease him saying I am his boss which was technically true, and he would get a kick out of it laughing because he was his boss, and he was much older than him. Victor had a lot to learn because he being his boss being much younger than him got to his head. We started to argue and fight, not physically of course, and what once started to be fun and cool started to fall apart with our relationship. He and Danny had a lot of ups and downs during the years of his working for Slash with him. At the end of the day, he isn't his cousin. We consider each other more as brothers because of how close we have gotten. He gets home and his home is checking him out looking at his head. At this point, he started having a lot of pain in his back from being jerked and falling and with his head from hitting the concrete. Light, sound, and even bumps slash little cracks on the floor would give his a huge headache. He had to keep himself driving around in his wheelchair though because when he would stop and sit still it would hurt more because his mind was focused on the pain so driving around the house was his distraction that would ease the pain a little. His mom and his cousin started hooking him up onto the high lift, putting him inside carefully as possible. Victor gets inside the truck, they load up his wheelchair in the back bed of the truck, they get in and we head straight to Valley Children's Hospital. He went to the emergency room and the pain was getting worse in his head. They asked him what had happened, and he told them. Because his head was in so much pain, they immediately took him to the back. And he talked with the doctor letting him know what happened and why he is there he was super tired and kept trying to fall asleep but he had to stay awake until they knew what was wrong and if he had any severe damage he ordered a ct scan and an x-ray of my spine his results came back with him having a concussion they bandaged his head and he gets discharged to go back home for weeks he was sensitive to light and sound The littlest sound would trigger his head to hurt. He was back on home studies for half of his 8th grade year because he also had tweaked his back. At the end of his 8th grade year his mom, aunt Della, godmother, and his aunt Felicia put their money together to buy him his first ever handicapped van. Come outside his mom tells him. Victor saw the van and started bawling his eyes out, overwhelmed with happiness and feeling thankful to see what he was seeing. Wahoo! More freedom! They knew how much he loved his LED lights and found a van that had all the bells and whistles. It was a high-top, silver, chrome rims, LED lights that changed colors having different light modes, a flat-screen TV, a nice stereo system, an outlet to plug in his game system for when we travel, and back seats that laid down in case he had to use the restroom whenever we were on the road. This van was a regular van and they converted it into a handicapped van installing a wheelchair lift in it and taking out the middle seats. This van was beautiful. He called it his pimpmobile. He never was able to go out anywhere. The only place he would go out to be the doctors and occasionally to the movies using the fax bus because riding in the truck was hard to get him in and out. The first place we drove to was his aunt Ella's house showing her and his cousin Tia. We then went out to eat afterwards. This van meant a lot to him because it gave him a more meaningful life. For the longest, he never had been inside a store, gone grocery shopping, been to the mall, or traveled out of town since he had his back surgeries. I've been very lucky in my life, but also very challenged. This van gave me life. Thank you for your time. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share.